South Jersey bad boys. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? I was going up and down, up and down. We're wearing like matching shirts here. Whoa, some dad Under Armour shirts. Some dad Under Armour's. You're getting in the, in the groove here. I I must have found this. The, you must have this found was that not somewhere. a purchase. Oh, so, just wait. Pretty soon, you'll be wearing white soled Under Armour shoes. Get some grass cutters on you. Next <laughs> holiday season, you'll get some Ugg moccasins. You'll get right into dad gear. Those are your ex girlfriends. Yeah, from yeah. high school. Yeah, yep. The I fact stole that them. you still have those is yeah. insane. The fact that she was a size twelve men's. So a lot for the type oh, of oh they were actually <laughs> <laughs> no 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 she got them for me damn um chick was a giant yeah i'm still wearing them i've i've asked i've thrown out the idea to the old battle axe of a wife uh these days like i could really go for some new ug moccasins this that she's whatever. like why don't you go get them from your bitch yeah. ass ex-girlfriend yeah that or why don't you go get them from your boyfriend boyfriend uh who's wearing ug moccasins these days that that diabetic kid that comes over to record your videos in your uh, basement. Listen, exactly. what is with the diabetic shocks this week? <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I was going to say, have you? <laughs> check, have I've you had a couple it? of diabetic shots. Yeah, I don't know. She's just so used to using uh, slurs directed at people. That's the only one she could find for you. So. Yeah, she came right at my disability. Yeah, exactly. She's pretty ableist of her. Um, yeah. But that's the woman I hitched my wagon to, so... Um, so what were you up to this past uh, weekend after a Thanksgiving? What did you Sam, you and Sam do for? We had her sister and her uh, nephews over for Thanksgiving. Nice. <clears throat> hosted for the first year at the house. Oh, at your new house. At the new house. How did yeah. that go? It's good. It's good. We had food was good. Yeah. Um, a lot with the nephs. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of energy. My dog has a lot of energy, so it was Shit, fun. Yeah. Very tiring. Yeah. As you would expect. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was good. We. Uh, then I was in Albany for the weekend. That's right. How was Albany? It was cool, man. It was nice. cool. G- cool. Uh, great club yeah. in the mall. Is it uh, a mall? It's too? in a mall up in uh, nice. Albany, New York. Nice. And uh, I was featuring for Jesse May, who uh, I worked with once before. Mm-hmm. And then we did uh, three shows. We did one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dude, she fucking murders. Fucking wild. I mean, I knew she was funny, but like, you know, first time like consistently working yeah. with her. One of the best headliners I've ever worked with. Wild. She, dude, like just her energy right off the bat, crowd work, into material, like just engaging the way that she talks and just high energy. Like I would hate to have to follow her. Like, you know, obviously I I wasn't because I was featuring. Fucking blew the roof off the place. Now, did she start in LA? I don't think so. I I think, uh, I want to say she started in boston briefly oh, okay. and then i i know she was on girl code for a while so right. i'm assuming maybe she was in new york i i think she said she's only been in la for maybe like the past like i don't know five or ten years or something so gotcha. i don't and she's been doing comedy for 20 for 20 oh yeah. okay so gotcha. it must have started somewhere else i'm assuming new york yeah now, does she bring a fan base there or was it a lot of foot traffic from a mall looking for a comedy show i don't know it, it seemed like uh a lot of people knew her and yeah. we're there for her yeah i feel like she she has a following and fan base i've seen her stuff come up all over and it's always incredible yeah. online never seen her live but i always wonder when people um and she sold a decent amount of tickets like it was packed for three shows oh wow okay yeah because I, I always wonder that is like are they bringing people out or are they murdering in front of like people that have no idea what their name is well I, there was definitely a lot of people there who were just there for a comedy yeah. show across the board murderer <clears throat> that's yeah. the best you can get and she yeah she, dude she just lit the place up i was like holy shit I, she is really yeah really good and just super cool nice very that's cool. pretty sweet how long did it take you to get to albany 
It was like three and a half. It was far. Oh, that's that's actually not as far as I thought. Yeah, maybe maybe like three forty five, like three, you yeah. know, uh, like just shy of four hours. Yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah, I, I was thinking for some reason it was going to be closer to five. Yeah, I always thought. Yeah, Albany is just dead center, upstate New York, yeah. like straight up there. For some reason, I always tie it to Niagara Falls, but that's Buffalo. Well, it, it's close to Buffalo. Yeah. Um, which I, but I guess they're you know pretty big i mean you you could see signs for buffalo and canada and i'm like oh fuck how close am i to canada this yeah, is crazy close could have hopped the border and everything yeah yeah but it was nice man i got got a little hotel like <laughs> just completely by myself for the weekend which was nice like you did this show got up there friday you know did the show and then i just got to like just chill all day saturday i just sat down and like finally had just hours to just kind of like really go over my stuff and write some new jokes. I, I wrote like a bunch of new stuff that I yeah. tried on Saturday night and it just felt great to kind of have the norm, uh, uh, break the cycle of the norm normality yeah. and do something yeah. a little different out of the set and, and just not be act. so on the go. Like just to have one, like a, a full day being off where I'm like, I have nothing else to do, yeah. but kind of like just, you know, I worked out in the morning, went to a, a local diner, got some food, started writing some jokes and like, it was awesome. That is so much better because you don't really, until you get to that point of where you get to go onto that, it's typically like you go to your nine to five, then yeah. you got to go run some errands on your way to a show yeah. that you get into. And then it like, and that happens. It's for so the most tough part. to write that, yeah. like write jokes like then, on top yeah. of life. But if you get to be able to be in that position where you're traveling with somebody, you're opening for somebody or you're doing places where you have all day to prepare for it. Yeah. You can go there and actually get that together. That, dude, that was key. So I had that all day Saturday and I had, I was like, you know what? why don't I really try to be diligent and sit down and write some shit? And because I was just feeling like I was doing a longer set. I haven't done like 30 minutes in, in a while. I've been doing yeah. mostly shorter sets lately. So I just felt stale just with, yeah. because I had to throw in a lot of stuff to get to 30 that I haven't done in a while. And I didn't really like it. So I'm like, dude, to kind of rejuvenate myself, like sit down, force yourself to write and force yourself to try it. Like don't get scared and be like, oh, I'm just going back to my old material. Yeah. And I also had time to actually verbally like say it out loud and go over it just to get my like, yeah. how do I want to get my delivery down? And I really went over it, which I usually never do. I was yeah. like, dude, why don't you just really try to, to be disciplined? And it was great. I felt, yeah. I wish I'd did it every day yeah that's awesome you get into that that routine and that cycle and then you get into it and it's hard to break it but then you break it and you start going i'd, I'd go in and out of these cycles dude and, and that's the tough part it's like you know stand up it, it's a muscle like anything else where it's, yeah and you know I, so i came off a great week last week where you know i had shows during the week and then i had a full weekend where i was getting to feature which was awesome yeah and you're like oh I'm, I'm feeling some momentum you yeah. know like i'm writing and stuff and now this week i, I really have no shows <laughs> and it's like going to the gym you know it's like if you have one full week where you're on it and then you just don't work out for the next week you're like kind of losing that progress but yeah yeah you know, what can you do yeah just gonna try to do? hop on some shows this week yeah it's all up and down like that and being able to get in that consistent rhythm yeah. is what really helps you have to be able to get to the point where you get in that but Having those ups and downs because 
So you and I both know you get on top and you're like, oh, wow, this is just not on top, but you know, you're riding a really good yeah. wave. And then you're just like, oh, this is so easy. This is so great. I'm such in a good spot right now. And then not and like this isn't like with you or anybody in particular, but me myself, I'm like, you're riding a good wave. You have really good shows. Mm-hmm. You have new, good new material. All this stuff is clicking. And then the shows stop and you slow down and then you go to an open mic and you bomb a little bit. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing with yeah. my life? This shit sucks. And it's they so all, up and down. Can't get more than 2000 views on something I put on online and then all of a sudden something takes off then you get another show and then you're back it's just fucking peaks and valleys yeah, dude. it's hard to maintain just a level of uh be- yeah. because of the ups and downs like yeah. just to and that's why people are like, why are comedians always the ones that are mentally this way and suicidal this way or whatever? I was like, well, can you fucking see if you made that? Yeah, like your, your life like crazy? Like, yeah, your emo- your emotions get into a roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, you go from so high to so low. Yeah. You feel so good and you can feel yeah. so shitty. Yeah. And that's what our podcast has been built around is an emotional roller coaster. We discuss all sorts of mm-hmm. uh, emotional topics, uh, mental breakthroughs. We're emotional had. guys. Yeah, we just let it all fly. We're emotionally tuned yeah, in. We are. I was actually talking about this with uh, the Battle Axe a few hours ago. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to start referring to her as that on the program. Yeah. And, um, you know, anytime the Battle Axe, you know, it's that old fucking weapon upstairs oh, that yeah, I'm scared dude. of. She'll cut right through you. Yeah, rusty on the edges, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Rusty on the edges, but old as dirt. Yeah, old as fucking dirt and got a wooden handle. Yeah. Do just... not tell her I said that. Do not listen to this episode. Rachel. Yeah. So I was talking to her about this because I saw a TikTok. Most TikToks are mostly women that are looking for attention in this one thing that I saw, like a oh, TikTok. It's disgusting yeah. how much I click on them. <laughs> it's disgusting how many times I've been lured into them and watched <laughs> them in full. Yeah. TikTok could make that uh, a limit on the how long a video is from they were first a minute, then now it's three minutes. They could make it ten and a half, and I'd be watching full yeah. ten and a half you minutes. The old talk trap. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of girls, like, I wouldn't say all the TikTok on there is girls looking for attention, specifically in the niche of people that believe they are the main character in any reality and they just take over and want to make it all about themselves. And then people start coming out of saying like, oh, I know that person. There was some girl that called out some influencer on TikTok saying, oh, she gave me anxiety and depression and this. And I feel like we talked about this before where guys and a lot of the go-to, I feel like people, instead of saying something or someone is retarded, they say they're autistic. Yeah. They just dialed it back a little bit. I just Which hear people, I, I find more offensive for some reason. Because it's a very specific type of mental retardation. If we're being medical here in medical terms. Yeah. I feel like people think yeah. they're getting away with saying retard by saying autistic. That's what it is. Yeah. And I noticed that we're a lot of people and i'm guilty of it myself uh and saying it and sometimes i can actually tie it back to a form of autism like where we're saying i know all these numbers and these stats and all this stuff and random facts and everything that's a genuine characteristic of somebody who has some type of autism sure but now somebody is just like oh dude you're so autistic because like you're late to our functions it's like what the fuck are you talking about you're like, like that doesn't even make sense yeah so I feel like with that, I feel like that's more on guys. Sometimes girls cross over into that. But with girls, it's heavily on the, I'm in, I have anxiety and I'm depressed. It's all yeah. anxiety and depression. Those words are tossed around very easily. Very loosely, very self-diagnosed, which all this stuff really anxiety is. Anxiety in particular. You hear that yeah. a lot. Of all like, the time. I have so much anxiety. I'm very anxious. Yeah. Which, again, not diminishing. Like, obviously... There's so yeah. many people out there that genuinely have yeah. that, but yeah. it's tossed I, around pretty lightly. I, I was watching specifically this one TikTok, this girl where she was like saying that this one, this other girl who was big on TikTok caused her a bunch of anxiety and depression and anxiety issues and all this other stuff and like self-diagnosing, which I'm sure somebody may have caused that and everything. Yeah. 
But then after talking to her, I saw commercials. You know the company for hymns or the keep for keeps or keeps or for hymns yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. They make like uh, subscription medication boxes or something mm-hmm. like that. For men, it's always been the erectile dysfunction or, you know, something like that that they make or that they do. Right. I now saw that there is a, instead of for hymns, there's a for hers Whoa. out there as well. And instead of erectile dysfunction on the male side, on the female side, it's all anxiety and depression medication. On the for hers, it's all the anxiety and depression. Wow. For him's, it's ED. It's just like it's just marketing. Yeah, it's just like, hey, girls, you guys are all fucked up in the head. Hey, guys, you're all fucked up in the dick. So, like, let's just give you your own medications, and this is largely what each sex has. And it's, I feel like the, it, it could be a very much a catch twenty two. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you guys are all having erectile dysfunction a lot of times because of how much pills these you know, medication <laughs> people are on. Like exactly. Every yeah. medi- every commercial you watch, it's like this may cause erectile dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, uh, you know, all, all those anxiety medications. Yeah. And then, you know, now that it's very popular to talk about and be open about anxiety, everyone is self-diagnosing themselves yeah. as having it like you said and then it's like yeah yeah know, yeah and that's why there's so many on this. prescription drug commercials the amount of money that's pumped into big pharma in this country it's a whole it's a small subsect of a much larger issue yeah but everyone's just all fucked up on medication it's mm-hmm. going all over the place but it's just interesting how the tract of the, the female stuff is headed towards anxiety and depression and you just have to be careful. Someone's on antibiotics, and you're having sex with them. That's I think yeah. the big. <laughs> that, it's, I mean, we all know. We all know. We've all now, been there. We all now know. Yeah, we all now know. You could give a seminar on. I this. yeah yeah I have. You have. You've given a TED talk. It was a um I, you, you a month ago actually. It's a good. They haven't aired it yet, but it was actually a TED talk Haddon Heights, and you went on there and mm-hmm. you talked. It was inside the gymnasium at Haddon Heights High School. And yeah. You gave a talk unprompted. Unprompted. You just. But I felt the kids needed to know. Yeah, you weren't on the itinerary, but you went up there, and they didn't stop you. Right. And what was the the title of it? You you spoke about this topic. Uh, it was called Knocked Up. Yeah, it was called Knocked Up. They uh, thought they were seeing a screening for a new Seth Rogen film. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just me saying, guys, you gotta realize that antibiotics will cancel out any sort of protection your girlfriend's got blocking up that vajiji yeah <laughs> yep and they were like sir please leave <laughs> they're like sir i think you've had enough i was time. like i'm not fucking leaving yeah you grab the microphone and people start cheering and yeah. say i'm not leaving yeah and then they carried me out yeah the mascot came out and mm-hmm. just drug you out just clubbed you over the side of the head what yeah. can you do yeah but yeah i feel like uh everybody is is really uh pushing um i don't know taking advantage of the fact that you know anxiety is such a big problem and you know for women it's probably because of social media i mean you you constantly hear about how much that's increasing among young girls in particular Mm -hmm. of uh depression and anxiety you know directly correlated to social media i think it's just one big revolving door of a just living nightmare of all these girls are on uh um anxiety and depression medications because their boyfriends can't get hard and they can't get hard because their girlfriends are always complaining about their depression and it just goes in this endless cycle they got the perfect system it's yeah and this is how they've trapped us they're just like we're gonna get all the girls fucked up in the head the guys fucked up in the dicks they're not gonna be able to do it and they're gonna have to pour out money for subscription boxes of medications and we got the pills baby we got the pills take more pills blue pill for you red pill for you you know it's just all over yeah Yeah. do not get to the root of your issues just pop a couple pills that's that's our society that is and that's what society is pushing on us yeah ladies yeah 
power to the females and we didn't wear our pussy hats but next episode um, i know this is a female podcast yeah this is a female driven podcast and i think whoever somebody who really needs to be medicated are disney adults do you know these people yeah oh yeah people that are obsessed with disney they have no kids they're there eight times a year now i liked disney world the two times i went i went there with my family in sixth grade and i went there on senior trip in high school yeah and after that i'm like I've seen enough. I'm actually, done. the exact same thing. I went once in fifth grade and once on senior trip in yeah, high school. It was perfect. Yeah. I was like, I got to go to every park at on the main rides. Sure, they have different attractions coming in, but I'm not obsessed with fucking Pixar movies at 30 years old. So I don't need to go ride the Bugs Life fucking whatever new thing in Animal Kingdom like every year. Every I, single year. I got some year. funny offline about that too that remind me to tell you. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, about yeah. the about Pixar and a Bugs Life. Just or? about uh, adulting. Uh, Oh, uh, adulting yeah. in Disney. Now, they do add in a lot of things for the adults because they want to bring their kids there. So it's like, hey, if you're going to bring your kids here, why don't you get drunk in Epcot while you're at it? Yeah. Like, everybody's looking for somewhere to go with their kids, which you will be doing the same of, where they can go and get wasted with their kid. You're just going to go to a brewery in South Jersey. Yeah, like any normal adult. The, right. Yeah. Sam used to work for uh, at the at the Disney theme park. Wait, she worked in Disney World? Yeah, like when she was... Okay, uh, you said she, the Disney theme park. The Disney theme park. <laughs> Disney World. Yeah. When she was like, I don't know, 17 or 18, when they did like that, like college program or something. Everybody I knew that did that program, nightmare. they like flunked out of college and went there instead. And then they got a job. Is that what Sam did? Well, Sam uh, didn't go to college. And I think she did that like right out of high school. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that's better because she went into a career driven internship program without paying $30,000 to a school that yeah, she was Yeah, she didn't out go of. into debt and then go into that. That's she, what most people I know. She did, did that, but she was like, it's a nightmare. It right? was such a piece of shit job. Yeah. I feel like most of those people are robotic that have to work there. The mm. shit that they have to pull. It, it's insane. But well, it's, it's like slave labor. They they pay oh, them absolutely yeah. nothing. They they are yeah. in horrible conditions. Like yeah. they're like, hey, but you're living in Florida. Isn't yeah. Florida fun? You get to work at Disney World. You get to work at Disney World. Now go out and work a fifteen hour shift and greet all of these tubs of fat shit walking into our parks <laughs> who can't fit through the fucking turnstiles yeah. to get in here and now try and impress them. Beware of any job that looks looks like it's the cool job if it's like disney yeah. world or a water park and it's like you know maybe it's like the, you know the nba or the nfl any job where you look at on the surface you go man that would probably be such a cool job i guarantee you it's probably not i bet a lot of the jobs that are the best are the ones that nobody's ever fucking heard of and you get in there and people are like we're not doing shit we have great benefits we have unlimited yeah. pto and you know why because they're probably quiet about it yeah they don't have to brag about hey look how cool this job is if they're it's like somebody who's telling you how something great over and over and over is if they have to do it so much and sell you on it so much it probably isn't yes like let's very be true i thought working at a minor league baseball team for my college internship was going to be fun i'd learn about sports marketing yeah. you know what the camden river sharks idea of sports marketing was let's get these fucking 18 and 19 year olds who we're not paying because they're doing it for an internship let's throw them in the mascot costume in 100 degree july weather did they make you guys do that that's all i did was the mascot i would get groped by drunk women in the suites all the fucking time well that's sweet that was awesome but outside <laughs> of that i had to run on the field with kids and do sumo wrestling things and then we would go out after the games and get drunk with the players at a bar across the, the street sports in marketing internship is always that it's, that's, it's, it's always it's always a dupe it is always a dupe they know yeah. they're gonna get kids to go oh, 
don't fucking sports. I love I, sports. I love sports. I'm going to do sports marketing internship. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Pass out flyers on the beach, you Dude, deep yeah, shit. Exactly. That's what happened to me. I was like trying to get into sports marketing. And all of them were like basically pounding the phones working for the Flyers yeah. or the Phillies or the Sixers. I go to a Flyers game one time. I bought tickets online for a bachelor party. One time, cheapest t- tickets available, standing room in like a fucking sports book at the top of the Wells Fargo Center. I get calls every single week to this day from some fucking 22-year-old trying to sell me season mm-hmm. tickets. Tickets. I was like, dude, I went to one game. I bought the cheapest tickets. Did you not fucking see that? Like, yeah. what do you think you're calling me for? Oh my God. Like, uh, yeah. So those are always a very thinly veiled, uh, vague sports marketing internship. That's what I was used to. Yeah. But these Disney adults need to be locked in a prison and sent to Guantanamo Bay. So, yeah. and I, one thing I have been getting excited about, have you seen these offshoot Disney films that are coming out after the copyrights expire on the films? No. So Winnie the Pooh had a big one call, come out, and it was called like Winnie the Pooh: The Vengeance or something like that. And it's Winnie the Pooh. Is it a thriller? Yeah, it's it's him like going on like a revenge seeking thing after all these people, and it's like a murdering fucking Winnie the Pooh. Basically, the the copyright expired on Winnie oh, the Pooh, and now someone's like, let me. Yeah, so these people are picking them up and creating their own movies. <laughs> so there's really? a new there's a new one that just got announced that is going to be coming out, and it's called uh, well, they don't, I don't know if they have a name for it, but it's about Bambi and Bambi is a pretty fucked up uh, story to begin with. Yeah. But this one, um, they created the curse of the Humpty Dumpty and Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. So now they're taking on a bereaved uh, deer where uh, Bambi has fucking rabies and who is becomes a vicious killing machine. Oh my God. <laughs> who is making this? Just a guy on Reddit? Scott Jeffrey, a director responsible for those two, one, uh, two movies mentioned there before. Oh, so, is there a trailer? Uh, not a uh, tra- That's for the Winnie the Pooh one. Ooh, can we watch that? Yeah, let's watch that one. The new movie that they're coming out with is called Bambi the Reckoning, which is scheduled for release around Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. Are these actually going to come out somewhere? Yeah, they're going to release them somewhere. I don't know where, but I'm sure someone's <laughs> going to pick it up. But the Bambi film is going to be an incredibly dark... <laughs> what if they're awesome? They're going to be fucking incredible. Incredible dude. movies. Just one- and you see it with the uh, um, Christmas movies. Now, you see Violent Night with Santa going on a killing spree. Yeah. Like, that one right now is huge. The film with Bambi is going to be an incredibly dark retelling of the 1928 story that we all know and love. Bambi will be a vicious killing machine that lurks in the wilderness. Prepare for Bambi on rabies. So I can't wait for a rabies ridden Bambi going on a killing spree. That'll probably be less sad than the first one. It most likely will, but like, don't you think Bambi's gonna get rabies and go like bite a hunter that shot his father or something? Like yeah, and you know we'll all be rooting for Bamb. Yeah, we're all gonna be rooting for Bambi, and then hopefully Bambi at the end of the movie still gets like made into like a bust on the wall somewhere in some like hunters and anglers club. You're sick. <laughs> all right, so sick fuck. Here, let's watch the trailer for Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Great title. Yeah, it's great. Actually, this is gonna be fun. I hope they didn't change the name of uh, Tigger. <laughs> you know, you're the first person I ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Because soon. Oh my god, the legitimate actors. You should be close now. We're not going to find them. We will. Pooh, Piglet, <laughs> we were friends for many years, and they're out there. 100 Acre Woods spelled in blood. <laughs> Beloved childhood characters. Christopher, we need to leave. Now, I really need to find out what's happening, okay? I've been abandoned by Christopher Robin. This looks fucking good. Dude, I would watch the shit out of this. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and have turned wild. 
Yo, what? Teens in bikinis and hot tubs? We need to go. There's flowers. There's someone else outside. Dude, I'm telling you, this is this is the night they knocked. It is the movie that I was in. Yeah, the first independent film I was in. This is better than 90% of content on Netflix right now. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my friends, <laughs> why are you doing this, please? I would have never left that sweater, I swear. <laughs> oh my god, that looks awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow so i believe that that might that movie might actually already be out so we need to watch that and have a that a, looks awesome that might be out already because they're saying this bambi one is going to come out in valentine's day of 23 and that's only five months four months from now so i actually just love the idea of them doing this where the copyrights expire i believe that's what happens and then they have the ability to like create things like this wow that's so interesting i never would have thought of that so like who would have to pick the copyright back up just like the studio that created it i think but i think there might be some type of we have to get into like uh, the copyright and patent laws and stuff because disney has that shit on lock if you even use their logo or mention them yeah. in the wrong way they will sue the shit out of you yeah They're notorious for it something happens and maybe i can dive into it and see but like somehow they're able to use these freely mickey mouse had expired as well um but yeah they're gonna do it with bambi so now i thought it would be fun why not take a look at some other disney some of their more popular films a list of them and see what we can get excited about for when those films copyrights expire and what movies can come out of those as well so here's here's a just a general kind of list of some of their more popular movies here lady and the tramp is the first one i see on this list of course, it's going to be a guy named Lady that finds a very disease-ridden prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be the the general like hook A tale of it. as old as time. A tale as old as time, yes. And that can be shot and filmed in South Jersey, specifically. Yes. Atlantic City. 101. The perfect. Let's bring Atlantic City back. Let's bring Atlantic Shoot the new Lady in the Tramp there. Atlantic City is going to become the new Hollywood. It's going to be the Hollywood of the East. And we're going to shoot Lady in the Tramp. We just need a lot of tramps. We, we, are, in, yeah. we are in luck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are in good supply. Yep, yep, we definitely are. You Let's, have to read these for me because I cannot see. You cannot see. Let's go down there. We the go. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, that's going to be tough given that's, the social social climate these days. Yeah, they, well, there's going to be, um, I feel like that could be an orgy situation. How yes. do they do this copyright stuff with porn? Because there's always, I mean, so, you know, I've read about in newspapers that yeah. they have these uh, you know what? porn-themed uh, yeah, they have like you know? Disney porn themed. What if sections they get hit the with copyright stuff? I wonder if they do. Yeah, you know, I've seen the animated I'll versions. Write some, of I'll write that. some emails. Yeah, send out some emails. I'll to write some, some emails to the hub. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. Clearly, it's going to be Beauty and the Deceased. Yeah, and she's going to have a necrophilia addiction, and it's just going to be. It's going to go off the rails really fast. Pinocchio, I feel like, is already scary enough. Yeah. But like, I mean, they, they could just keep the same story of just like him being turned into a, f wait, it, no, he is a puppet. Yeah. Right. He, he, what is he? He's he, currently a puppet and he's trying to become, trying a, real to become boy. a real boy. But I think we just keep him as a puppet and he'll he's, become a 
puppet for Pfizer and a, it goes on in like a, a vaccine tangent. You do it that way. He's going to become a puppet for corporate uh, America, basically. Yeah. He, yeah. uh, he could become the president. He can become the president. He's just a, pu- a puppet. Yeah. And then know? that way... The American- Pinocchio for president. Pinocchio for president. And I actually... I wouldn't mind it because as they're up there talking so much shit and nonsense, you could just see his nose getting ever so larger during a press conference and you can just see how much shit that he's spewing. That's hilarious because see, he's the president and then you know you see every single time he lies. Yeah, that would be perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. That's be, actually a genius. We might go into movie making of movies that get their copyrights taken Tokyo away. Tokyo for yeah. president. Listen guys, I am going to lower taxes. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, right out the side. The Aristocats. Now I think that should just become the aristocrats, and it would be Gilbert Gottfried's telling of the very famous yeah, joke. Yeah, that's good. That would be perfect. Alice in Wonderland, I mean, already kind of a girl just tripping on acid. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it, doing some DMT, doing yeah. something a little bit, you know. It would be harder. Alice at, Coach- at Coachella. Um, there you go. Instead of Alice, though, it's got to be a more 2022 or futuristic name. Yeah. Um, you could do Courtney at Coachella. Yeah, it would have to be Courtney with like Courtney spelled really obnoxiously. Yeah, with because, a K, of yeah. course. Because this is going to be years from now. Like Courtney's mom was like a TikTok influencer and, you know, had her while drunk and named her and Courtney, but spelled it really fucked up. Yeah. Something like that. Um, a Bug's Life, we mentioned before. A Bug's Life. Now, what can that get spun into? A Bug's Life. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. There's there's a lot on here though. That's a lot of the rescuers down under. The rescuers down under. Yeah. <laughs> That's about a girl with a stinky pussy. <laughs> you got to send some guys in. The hunchback of Notre Dame, which could easily be spun into something Notre Dame in the U.S. The yeah. uh, the drunk something of Notre Dame, and <laughs> just go down that rabbit hole. Who knows? Yeah. Um, a good one I feel like a lot of these, the only thing I'm thinking of is like the uh, parody porn title that most of these already have. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single one of these. They're that, already redoing Little Mermaid, right? They already caught some flack on that. They already caught is, some flack for that one. Guys, it's 2022. Enough. Yeah. With, <laughs> with mermaids. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a Discovery Channel Shark Week where they're talking about mermaids for far too many years. Yeah. Go up yeah. a little bit. I want to see if thought i had an idea peter pan peter pan now what could you change about the peter pan thing to make him go on a murdering rampage of alligators and pirates well you know what peter pan could be because that is a story about a guy uh taking little kids into like a new yeah uh, uh, human trafficking yeah it is a human child sex trafficking he he literally steals kids from their home Mm -hmm. and takes them to neverland neverland he probably drugs them up which is why they like michael jackson's estate and i think that's where most people would be taking them i think if we were to look for any of the missing kids that are victims of child sex trafficking in this country right now. That's where you would start. Have they looked at Michael Michael Jackson's estate anywhere? A lot of these plots are already good. They're already in place. They you know, are. You just add like a, a dark cinematography to it. Exactly. And then, so it sounds like, like the Lost Boys. They've already done that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, there's always like a, like a, a, a take on like the lost boys from peter pan yeah like a dark take yeah no yeah you're right and i mean very easily you could take toy story and turn it into the classic tale oldest time this sex toy story and it's just all sex toys Tales instead of time. yeah yep there's so much to work on here but 
I, I think it's uh I think it's pretty pretty good. There's a lot on here that I didn't even know were Disney movies. Dumbo movie about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically Disney stuff. We can go on and on and on. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that. And we we should recap that Bambi uh, rabies movie. Yeah, we'll have to check that after out after it comes out. Beautiful. But yeah, looking forward to it. And now we want to introduce for the first time a little bit of a spooky segment here. Um, we get a lot of people, you know, right in calling been asking about casual. the paranormal. Yeah, they want to talk about the paranormal. So I'm like, let me look up some paranormal stuff that's happened in New Jersey. And I didn't know that there is actually a pretty well-documented case. And I've gotten sources from all over the place. I've cited the sources in the bibliography of this video. This happened at Trenton State College, which is now the College of New Jersey. Apparently, there was a 25-year-old that was murdered there in 1977. Whoa. So I want to read through a couple of these different pieces here. 25-year-old? What the fuck were they doing at the college? Yeah, it's like clearly uh, they weren't in the right state if they were still in college. Well, I mean, I don't know what they were doing there. TCNJ is a very big, I think back then was a very big teacher college. A lot of people mm. go there to be teachers, but they're 25, you know? True, true, true. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Good. This guy's onto it. You know, he's thinking. He's I, a, he's was, thinking like a detective. I, I was thinking in the realm of Tommy Boy, where they're like, a lot of people go to college for, for seven, seven years. years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is how this, this, uh, this story starts. Does the ghost of Sigrid Stevenson still haunt Kendall Hall, which is the Hall of College in New Jersey? According to rumors... Yes, it does. The murder of a 25-year-old graduate student, 25-year-old graduate student, okay. just as classes were gearing up in the fall of 1977, the campus took a buzz to stories of the Son of Sam terrorizing New York City at the time, which, uh, but when the murder was in one of the university buildings, that it brought the terror homes. They were talking a lot about Son of Sam happening, and then all of a sudden someone turns up dead at their place. It was shortly before midnight and Sunday, September 4th, a campus police officer noticed a bicycle that was left unchanged near the hall. All of the building's external doors were locked, and the last people used the facility were a group of actors and theater crew members. Of course, everything comes back to these fucking theater kids messing everything up. Can't trust them. No. One theory supposes that Stevenson had attended that performance and stayed behind herself to practice on the building's piano. And what I saw in another source was that she was a very... This is coming directly from The Signal, which is TCNJ's student newspaper. They said that she was a reserved girl with a free spirit, and she had been known to linger in several buildings after hours to engage in late-night piano playing sessions. So I can say already, right off the bat, open and shut case as far as the motive here of why somebody wanted to murder someone playing piano in the wee hours of the morning on a college campus. Yeah. If that were me, it'd be like... Can we shut the fuck up that person who's playing the fucking piano horribly right now at three in the morning? Yeah, it sounded like she was somebody that was already haunting people after they went to bed <laughs> when she was alive. Yeah, and it's like then she just continues it as a full-time job for decades upon decades later. Yeah, This all makes sense that to makes me. That makes sense, yeah. This all makes sense. That's a ghost if I ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, she applied and they were like, you got a great resume. They were like, you got You've been creeping people out for years. Yeah, you've been creeping people out with your rendition of that ice cream truck song that you're playing on the fucking piano at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, on the organ. What can you play on the piano in the early hours of the morning for a sleeping college campus to hear that wouldn't sound creepy? No, there's nothing. Like... You're playing that song. If I heard that at three in the morning, I'd be like, who the fuck is doing that? I would grab a shotgun. And yeah, I mean, this is an open and shut case. All right. So we figured out how she died. The motive behind her death. 
how she died. They uh, this is how they found her. Uh, the campus police officer found her completely nude on the stage, with the exception of the piano cover from her beloved instrument draped over her body. They noticed the bike outside. They investigated and they found a gruesome crime scene. Um, Yikes. Some outlets reported that either her friends or a professor had to identify her by her hair because her face was so damaged it was unrecognizable. Oh, my God. So, basically, she was bludgeoned to death in the face, and that was her cause of death, was blunt force trauma to the skull. And they did they say anything about an investigation of, like, possible, you know, suspects that they... So oh, I could have done this. They had a joint investigation from campus police and Ewing Township police. Oh, campus police. Though. I'm sure campus they got to poli- the bottom of this. Yeah, they were right on it. They They're like, dude, I have study hall in three hours. <laughs> I worked for campus police at my yeah. college, and I didn't do jack shit. I just yeah, sat in a, yeah. a fucking student. Yeah, and in 1977, yeah, what did they do? Yeah, yeah. I got to go to study hall. They had little wooden guns in their holsters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they were co-investigating with the Ewing Township police, with Ewing Township, you know, they're right next to Trenton, so you know, they had a lot going on, a lot on their plates. Never named an official suspect. Her story went from a terrifying murder to a cold case, and almost 44 years of new leads and half-true whispers came from a tale across campus. So, nothing has ever come of this. They never had an official suspect. 1977, can you imagine a time where there weren't cameras everywhere? Because I wish I lived then. I would get away with so much shit. Yeah. Not that I was out murdering people, but maybe I'd be more inclined to do so. You definitely would be. <laughs> I mean, you, you, everything that you say leads us to believe that, you know, yes. that is a, a hobby of yours. It is. It, it, it would be. I, I fantasize <laughs> about it. It would be. I, I would never. I, I would never do it, but I, I fantasize about it. Um. <laughs> Yikes. Let's maybe keep that off the record yeah, as well. That's going to come back in a deposition 25 yeah, years they're gonna from gonna now. Go, Dan yeah. never said anything to you that, you know, caused you to believe that he could do something like this. And I'm like, no. And they're like, let me show you this tape. Yeah. Let me go back to episode 27. Pull up our YouTube. Subscribe. Like, like wow. Wow, you guys listen? Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, So after everything all went down, to this day, they say strange happenings are reported in Kendall Hall from objects moving on their own to mysterious noises. Psychics and paranormal experts have investigated the site, and they say that the spirit lingers. If you believe that sort of thing, it's really no surprise. Sigrid likely awaits the day her killer is caught. Because, you know, that's what ghosts spend their mm. times spend their time doing. They're just hoping for justice. I wonder if there's theories behind that about, you know, uh, because obviously there's a lot of people that believe in ghosts, yeah. right? Yeah. And why wouldn't everybody be a ghost after they pass if you believe in ghosts? But maybe, I wonder if there's theories that people who are unjustly murdered... Mm-hmm. linger maybe because they have something that's unresolved mm-hmm. and they're, they're waiting for that yeah for them to let go yeah i wonder if uh, if there's any theories behind that i i imagine know? that there there probably is uh that Be- that that kind of ties into it yeah because you know with the ghosts it's always a haunting situation you know it's not many casper the friendly ghosts out there it's usually yeah. somebody that like hey they were murdered in this house in 1977 or in yeah. this school or whatever mm-hmm. and they still haunt you know, the the halls of this yeah. school or this because, house. Because their killer was never found. Yeah, and I wonder, they're just lingering around because they're still freaking pissed. And they're, they're trying to coach the people that they're haunting. They're just trying to get their attention to try and lead them down the path to like, hey, why don't you go into this filing cabinet and see this police report that was falsely submitted because, you know, yeah. some ex-boyfriend of mine didn't like me and he was the one who did yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wonder if, uh, hmm. you know, 
if if there's you know similar theories behind that where people um, think that ghosts stick around to leave yeah. clues. Yeah, probably because in my head, if I was in this hall, if I was a theater major pissing people off with my singing and dancing and piano playing in 2022 on this college campus, and I'm inside of this hall, and I see a fucking filing cabinet starting to shake uncontrollably out of nowhere, I would be like, let's take that thing out back and light it on fire. But the ghost of uh, Singrid Stevenson is probably like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to get your attention to look at that thing. Open my cold case and let's open this shit up. I know exactly who did it. It was Tommy. He He was a sophomore dude there's a video uh, this reminds me i'll have to send it to you maybe we could use it for next week's spooky segment but uh a friend of mine showed me um and a friend of his sent him the video it's it was a friend of a friend yeah who moved into a new place and they have a video because they felt like there was something creepy going on like some sort of ghostly situation Uh and they don't like really believe in that stuff and they have on video and it is creepy i've watched it where they like hear something in the doorway and they flash over with their phone and then they go back and then they looked at it back later and you can see for a split second like a person just standing there? in the doorway you could briefly kind of see it. i'll get the video from him we can we can huh. rewatch it but like if you we can, could break that down you that could we could watch it and break it down but you can see in the video like it looks like someone is there for a second someone's just standing there just like and they yeah. moved out the next day Holy shit. It was like an apartment in New York City. Damn. They like had just moved in and they literally moved out the next day. <laughs> so like they, they truly believed. Lost. And I saw the video and it did creep me out. Lost that security deposit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting. I've uh, I've known a lot of people that have Wonder gone. If I can find it. Have gone to TCNJ. Um, I'll have to I'll have to ask him for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we can go over it on our next spooky segment. We're gonna have spooky segments all the time here. Now I could see it would be a little more believable if they heard piano music playing or something like that. Like she was playing the piano, but they yeah. just do the classic random noises, some shit moving. Yeah. And it's it's like. I never knew this happened, but I'm sure I wouldn't have seen or heard a lot of that stuff if I didn't have the bias in my head that someone was murdered in here, you know? Right, right. Or found dead in here. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think the motive is pretty clear. Uh, now it's just a matter of uh, getting the campus police officers that were 18-year-old drunk college students to crack this case. Yeah, well, they're about 75 by now. Yeah, 1977 if they were there. Yeah, they're probably in their late 60s or early 70s. So yeah. we only have a limited amount of time. I think we need to go to TCNJ and investigate this further and interview college students there and find our way into a college party. We can bring Mike's hard lemonades with us and some wine coolers to like inch our way in and then like after we engage with the locals at their college party with some jungle juice, then we kind of really get down to business. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We've been doing that at community colleges across (laughs) South Jersey for many years now. We've found ourselves on the campus of Gloucester County Community College. I was about to say GCIT, not GCCC, because GCIT is a high school. Now, whether or not we've been there is Nobody yet. gives a shit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> any of those details. Yeah. Now, whether or not anybody, you know... Like, hang on a second. I almost said GCIT. GCIT, which... Not to confuse the locals. Not to confuse them, but one of us may or may not have been spotted on that high school campus versus the community college campus. It cannot be determined, but, you know, <laughs> there's no cops yeah, around. We have no idea. We have no idea who it would have been that yeah. was on that campus with some Seagram's wine coolers. But oh, yeah. 
one thing I am pissed off about is that Abby. Abby. Abby never got back. Come on, Ab. To our column the other week. Come on, Ab Lincoln. Ab Lincoln. She never got back to us. Dear Abatha. Ab- Abigail Van Buren. Doesn't that sound like the name of like a, a president's a character life? in a Revolutionary War movie or something? Definitely. Like, she was in the Patriot, right? You had Mel Gibson and Abigail Van Buren yeah. running through the fields of uh, South Carolina together. Yeah. I remember that movie. It yeah. was an Oscar-winning picture. Mm-hmm. So we wrote to her a, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, of a very uh, touching story, and she refused to comment on it and even write us back. It was a real kick in the face. So We're still looking for some help out there, Ab. So We are still looking for some help. Let's do same old style, but you know what? It's the week after Thanksgiving, and I think our... Writer in this week is having a little trouble. They're a little torn between the horrific Thanksgiving that they just had, but they have to repeat it again come Christmas. So now we're writing for advice of how you handle that type of situation. Okay, gotcha. Are Um, we mad-libbing it again? Fuck yeah. Go sentence to sentence. We'll we'll try to keep it more concise this time, I guess, because we kind of went off the rails last time. Yeah, yeah. And we're writing in as our full name is Maud McCormick. Okay. Um. Let's ad-lib our little story here. All right. Start it off. Dear Abby, I got to say, last week's Thanksgiving dinner did not go as planned. I know that politics is never a good topic to bring up on Thanksgiving, but this year got out of control. got out of control you see my son Daryl was diagnosed with a disorder last March I gotta follow that (laughs) and tie those together okay Daryl believes that he Daryl believes that he uh, is in custody of Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> he believes this. He believes this because he has five terabytes of videos <laughs> featuring various loose women performing <laughs> lewd acts <laughs> the most shocking aspect of this was when he brought out a projector in the dining room and started to play some of these videos <laughs> Mind you, all I said about politics was Hunter Biden fuels his bigotry by drinking children's blood. (laughs) And that caused my uncle Rick to lose his mind. As a registered Democrat... 
Yep. I told Daryl that I support the Biden administration mm -hmm. because it's my body, my choice. And he said, nobody wants your body, you old quack. And then we should probably wrap it up from here. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, nobody wants your body, you old quack. <laughs> I'd rather be an old quack than a Dr. Oz supporter. That's what I always say. <laughs> now, put some finishing touches on it. Um. The dilemma, what the question is. Yeah, you... I guess the, the question is... Um... If is Daryl a nephew? Did we specify? Um, Daryl is her son, Maud's okay. son. If Daryl was your son, what would you do in this situation? You do in this situation to address it before we all reconvene as a family for Christmas. Now, if there's any written piece to Dear Abby that gets published... <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. And let's go Biden. And let's go Brandon. No, that's a different... That's a different camp. Administration. <laughs> happy... Happy holidays. Happy holidays to, uh, to you and yours. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy little... Maud. Beautiful. Yeah, so now if there's ever a piece about Hunter Biden's laptop and <laughs> being a registered Democrat and old quacks to get published anywhere, it would be this in newspapers all over the country. Come on, Abby. Come on, Abby. We're pulling for you here. Um, so yeah, this is just what we do. We Hopefully, dear Abby will get back to me. I'm going to put my address and my daytime phone number so that she calls me with any questions. Um, and that's why I always answer the phone like a grizzled war vet of a woman. Beautiful. Yeah, hello. I feel like I feel like Maude answers the phone going, yeah, hello. How's it going? Yeah, how's it going? Who is it? <laughs> Hang on. Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> the phone's for you. <laughs> Sounds like she's from Delco. This is perfect. Yeah. Just smokes a pack of Newports a day. Daryl, get your ass down here. Got the phone over here for you. Got the phone. Yeah, hold on. She has Give me a pack of Newports. Oh, yeah, I got to put my oxygen back on for a minute. Hold on, hon. Hang on a second. Yeah. I I almost just slipped on my pajama pants. <laughs> my Flyers pajama pants. Did you see Bernie Perrant at the game last night? Yeah. This what I would do to screw that guy. For a third time. Yeah. Hey. Like, hasn't been since the uh, Spectrum was up that we met in the bathroom stall of Section 110. Yeah. I can't think of anything else, but I'm going to keep talking in this voice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep talking in this. I, I drag around my oxygen tank with me. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but... You know, I think this is, uh, we'll send this off, and we've really been around the corner and back on this episode from Dear Abby to Disney freaks and adults uh, to depressed women and uh, uh, hauntings at TCNJ. I hope the hauntings continue. Uh, TCNJ is a hellhole in central New Jersey if it ever existed. Um, I've been there once and didn't have a pleasant experience. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I have never been and don't plan on it. Yeah. Is it a state school? I don't know. It gets lost in the shuffle. You got Rutgers. You got Seton Hall. You got Monmouth. You got all the great universities down this way like Rowan and Stockton. Yeah. TCNJ is just there for the teachers of the state, which, eh. 
Not sure. Don't need them. Not sure. Never going back to college. <laughs> yeah, never going back. Nope. But uh, yeah, goes right in. Uh, send us some uh, questions and emails on our phone number here, eight five six six one seven forty six twenty six, and we'll be back with some more spooky uh, segments. Spooky. Write us back, Abby. Yeah, write us back, Abby. This is Maud. I'm gonna this haunt is you in your speaking. Dream. Need to know what to do with Daryl. This is Maud McCormick. If you don't write me back, I'm gonna haunt you till you're dead, bitch. Peace out. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>